seems so long since we've been home. <laughs> it sounds silly referring to Lonelywood as home. Hell, referring to the day of his home. I always just assumed this was just a stop until Miri was grown. But perhaps this will be where we come home to from here on out. <laughs> Either way, it's time to gear up for our next foray into tonight's short quest, Long Rest. A short quest, long rest, Icewind Dale. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mama. Woo. Yeah, there oh. you go. I love to hear that enthusiasm. <laughs> Huzzah. Herzer. Say woo, Huzzah. Huzzah. Damn it. <laughs> you didn't say shit. There you go, cowboy. Yeah, Hugo hasn't yet learned how to speak. Oh, he said it. Yeah. In in polite company, your cat just you know we could we could really use a talking to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's just take a good 10-15 minutes for you to sit him down and really get him to talk to us. That'd be great. Oh no no no! <laughs> I've got I've got other plans for you. Uh, so to recap, last session, y'all had come back. From Arles Island, out on the uh, the ice there, and come back to Lonelywood. I'm sorry. Huh? I'm sorry. The cats, the cats talking in the background. I'm sorry. I can hear it. I'm trying <laughs> to calm him. Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. No, quiet. You've had your chance. <laughs> I mean, if he wants to join us, like uh, you know, he could just be a druid. Oh, it's a that leave wild shape. Oh, what was the what we were gonna do? The Tabaxi gunslinger that greets everybody with meowdy. <laughs> That's so funny. Anyway, it is continue. Funny. <laughs> anyway, uh, caught a little glimpse last time of the sun. Enough that when you got to Lonelywood and got back to the White Moose and your people, that people were were all a buzz about it. Uh, many people thinking like oh you guys are responsible for that aren't you mm-hmm. now unfortunately the the sun was only visible for a moment it didn't quite get up into the sky it was just on the horizon and then Arl hastily maybe looking a little disheveled from the whooping you gave her managed to paint that aurora across the sky and stifle it again but it was enough for a people that have long been trapped in darkness. You have acquired the book that you needed to continue the next leg of your journey. And I do believe, Adam, uh, Krellick, was he the one who had uh, gotten a bit of uh, the money that the White Moose had made from stone, or was that Rian? That was Felgren. Yeah, that was Grin. Oh, yeah, that was Felgrin. Of course it was Grin. Yep. 
Just double checking. That was the first fucking stop, I guarantee it. It's just like, oh, hey, Stone, money. Money, please. Yeah. <laughs> little grabby hands. Yeah, right. yeah, a little like, money, please. <laughs> so while you are currently located in Lonelywood, there was a discussion, a, a need, as it were, to proceed to the Ragged Glacier where a certain asshole wizard in your presence has said that the book can gain you access to something which would enable you to uh, reverse some of Arl's effect in the region. Hells yeah. Now, it would be quite a journey up there with Dazan, but I mean, you've been back, you've been trekking across country back and forth for, you know, weeks going on months now. We talked a little bit off screen, and there was some place you wanted to stop beforehand, though, right? Yes. Yeah, we did want to stop off, and we wanted to make some purchases. We wanted to do a shopping mm-hmm. episode. Well, maybe not a full shopping episode, but... I don't have to do a full shopping episode, but... Yeah, but still, the, the thought was that we would head up to the Dwarven Hold... But mm-hmm. we don't have to go to the Dwarven Hold. Well, the Dwarven Hold can do magic weapons, though. Because we did our they can. monies. They can do enchantments. We did our monies, and it turns out, um, if we've done our calculations correctly, we have exactly one metric fuck ton of gold. So, um, yeah, it's time term. to spend... I mean, yeah, if we want to get real particular, the scientific term is metric fuck ton. Um, but... Uh, but yeah, so I'd say, we would uh, like to spend it. The most likely place we can spend that is the Dwarven Valley or Rin Shander. Yeah, between those two. Uh, and and maybe we gotta go both ways anyways, so maybe it is kind of like a, a, a joint effort. Like we go there, get some shit, move down, sell some shit there to get that uh, that sweet, sweet cache. Sweet cache. Sweet cache. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be against going to Rin Shander. To yeah. to sell and to you know check on it. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, though I think Lando made a good point as far as like checking on these places. Like we've only been gone for like four days. Like, like don't get me wrong, a lot can change. You're, you're absolutely right. A lot can happen in four days, but it's like it did feel like because it was such an excuse. So much shit happened from when we left Bremen. And, and and dealt with Bremen. We literally killed that fucking dragon, did all of our shit, then just headed out into the tundra, fucking got chased by an ancient white dragon, fucking fought mm-hmm. a troll, fucking ended up talking with buzzards, then rode a whale, then went to Oral's Island, then fucking, like, all of that shit happened while we were gone in, and really, it was like, like, four days, but... It felt like we were gone for like a year. Yeah, that's probably closer to a week. We did spend some time out there, yeah. So, because we spent like three days on Oral's Island by itself. So, yeah, it was probably closer to a week. But, because uh, we got, like, let's go a little further. Let's camp. We don't want to get any further and get seen by anybody. Let's go a little further. Let's camp. But, uh, but yeah. So, so, yeah, I'd say my only reason wanting to go into the Dwarven Hold was because uh, jo- Josie said that they can make magic weapons and Mr. Rian has a <laughs> an idea for a new weapon he would like to get. Why are you talking like that? Uh, Like what? This is how I always talk. This is how I always <laughs> talk. Hmm. Yeah, okay. 
but uh, but yeah, I say we uh, we wiggle over to the dwarven fo dwarven uh, hold into their caves, the valley, and then we wiggle on down to Bryn Shand. Or either way, we got a it's it's not a hundred percent on the way, but it's damn near on the way. So from uh, from Lonelywood. All right. Uh, in that event, is there anything you want to do before you leave Lonelywood? I want to give my mama a kiss goodbye. And so, you know, Bryn Shander is actually, like, well out of your way to the south, and then you would have to come back north by the same road to hit the Dwarven Valley. Uh, oh, no, no, we were thinking of doing Dwarven Valley first, then Bryn Shander, because the, in the end, we gotta go all the way up to, like, Kerr Koenig? Is that where we gotta go? To head east? Yeah. So, to head east... Out. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, okay. so our idea was, like, from... Because, yeah, Lonelywood's, like... It's not that far from Lonelywood. Like, because we go uh, that to Tourmaline. It hooks around a little out of the way up to the Dwarven Valley. But then we can double back and head back down the, the path towards, like, Bremen, then Bryn Shander. And then hook back up around to Karakona. Because I'm pretty sure we did that math one time. And it is faster to literally hook all the way around to get to Koenig than it is to go from like the Dwarven Valley just straight across, like in skirt around uh uh what is it, the Cairn Kelvin's Cairn? Yep. The uh the power of civil service and keeping the roads clear. Exactly. That's it. Well that's yeah, it's the roads. It's the whole thing. The roads and the dogs no, on the, the roads. Real like heroes. That's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's true. They're the essential road road workers. The essential when workers they can do their jobs. Yeah. That's what Felgren's gonna say when he eventually inevitably becomes a politician in Icewind Dale. He, he's gonna use the uh, he's gonna use the, the travel distance as an example. There it is. And like win, all, win over all the blue collar workers. I was actually thinking about that and like what like we could just like take over Lonelywood. I like, grew up on the mean streets of the Feywild. <laughs> <laughs> I know. They have streets. They have paths. They just, just security just take him away. Hey, <laughs> watch security is just like what's that spell that allows you to mirror yourself? <laughs> nice mirror image. It's just, it's just, it's just him with mirror image, but he's wearing like the aviator yeah, sunglasses service yeah. outfit, Fucking. <laughs> with the little ear thing. Yeah. Take him away. God, Back up, sir. That would be so weird, like, like Felgren Prime surrounded by a bunch of, like, absolutely identical... He's literally surrounded uh, by yes-men. I Very serious Secret Service Felgrens. I don't know how I feel about him being referred to as, as Felgren Prime. Felgren Prime. I mean, that's... That's his final form. Yeah, no, when you're, when you're talking about, uh, you know, that sort of spell, yeah, it's Felgren Prime. Yeah, the original Felgren. It's Felgren Prime. Come on. Keep up. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. What the fuck was I thinking? Keep up. <laughs> anyway. All right. Uh, where are we heading first? Are we just going to the valley? Um. Yeah, anything you guys that you say, anything you guys want to do before you live? Uh, Termaline, or not Termaline, Lonelywood? No, I'm saying, I don't I don't have anything. Like I said, besides saying goodbye to his mom. Of course, he's got to say goodbye before he takes off. But uh, but other than that, he's got uh, he's really got nothing. He's uh, he's kind of anxious now. Like he, Rian specifically is like very stoked about the fact that we are now like we feel like we're on a roll. 
Like, we have been scrambling and kind of, like, just reaching in the dark, hoping for shit to go right for us. And things kind of go weird and wonky. We damn near lost half the dale to the damn dragon because we were too slow. Thought we could fix things that way. And now we're like... We gave fucking Oral a bloody nose. We fucking destroyed... In, in his head, we destroyed her castle. And, like, fuck yeah, we made her homeless. Fuck that bitch. Um, <laughs> and now we're back, like, back in land. We're, like, heading across. We saw the sun peak up a little bit. We're like, oh, oh, oh we are winning. This is... This is winning. Fucking tiger blood. And, uh... And so... So he's stoked. Like, he wants to keep going. He's like, he's like, we're on a roll. We have momentum. Let's fucking go. Let's go. Alrighty. Well, it's not a uh, not a particularly long journey to the Dwarven Valley from Lonelywood. You do briefly pass through Tourmaline, uh, which you had previously helped them with a kobold situation. Mm-hmm. Y- you hear the laugh coming into my voice because <laughs> when you say helped them with that kobold situation, <laughs> I'm thinking of how Dreamer dealt with it. We slaughtered yep. them. <laughs> There's one left. What's the what was the one's name? Does anybody remember? Nope. Grix. Grix. Was it? Was it Grix? Right. That does sound right. Grix, I think. It does was sound right. like a kobold name. Yeah. Grix. Uh, I do have it in my notes somewhere. If you all can take it out. Dwarven Valley kind of explains why Tavini's not around. She's just off with Hilda. That actually makes sense. And then you know, yep. they're off on like having dates. Yeah. Quotations, yeah. dates. Yeah. Date night. <laughs> You, uh, you head a little little further further south along the road and then split off eastward towards the Dwarven Valley. As you start traveling through the valley and those cliffs rise up on either side, you're seeing more activity from the dwarves, you know, lanterned patrols through the valley more than you did the last time you came this way. And stopping off and, and talking to a couple of them it seems your previous visit to the Dwarven Valley really kind of uh, stirred something in the dwarves, and they are emerging more often to keep the area safe. You're seeing people with crossbowmen. Uh, there's frequent mention- mentions of Helda. You know, a couple of uh, you know the female dwarves among them have really taken to admiring their their princess there. Hells yeah. And uh, every time that you meet a group, a couple of them knowing that there is something between their princess and Tavini all kind of gather around your cleric to be like, so you've actually met her? What's she like? Hells yeah. And, you know, Tavini being bashful has to, like, retreat behind Dreamer. She tells him that she's a firecracker in the sack. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Is that that re-interjecting at one point to be like... Just wanting to embarrass her. Oh, I wish. I wish Rian was like that, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so gradually you make your way to those huge doors in the cliff face where there you go, there's a bit of like a stairway, a winding switch back up to them. And find yourselves once again in the well-lit, warm halls of the Dwarven Hold here in the Dwarven Valley. Compared to the, the cold outside... As soon as you're recognized by the gate guards and let in, it's just this wall of warmth and slightly, slightly damp air. Because, you know, they do live underground. It's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> and those, those familiar scents of, like, of smoke, of, of ale, 
of bodies in close proximity to one another. Oh, you know what? I need to, I need to take a second shot at fucking best the cow. Oh, so you wanna you wanna head there first? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, if if it turns into like an overnight thing, Rian might give that shit a shot again. But the more important thing is, is he's gonna hit the forges. Like he he's got uh, with. Now that I know how much money we have, actually, what is it the same price to enchant armor as it is weapons? Uh, we had said a thousand gold for a plus one enchantment. That would still hold. Sweet. Okay. So yeah, I don't think it's out of the, with as much money as we have, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to get a little greedy and I'm going to get my armor enchanted um, and I'm going to buy me, or I'm going to have me crafted, have me fucking have a, a uh, my personal uh, own dragon lance made. Trademark dragon lance. I think that's already been trademarked, huh? Yep. So, what I will allow, what I will allow is, yeah, you could pay a thousand gold for a plus one enchantment on a lance, mm-hmm. so it'd be the base price of the lance and a thousand gold. Okay. But while you're there talking to some of the dwarven smiths, there's that gleam in the eyes of a couple of these craftsmen. Yeah. And if there are any any weapon effects that oh. you would also want applied, oh. we can we can discuss pricing on those. Okay. I mean if I could oh man. I mean it's gotta be lightning, right? Like <laughs> it's gotta be lightning. I mean if there's a way to get like a lightning damage added to the shit, I mean I don't know if uh I don't know what else to put on there. Shit, that's too cool. I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> As I said, we can we can discuss pricing. Mm-hmm. So, real quick, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the audience, um, and by that I mean by our group here. Uh, mm-hmm. What would be like? I my head is in a very narrow stance where I'm like, okay, add lightning damage to it. But is there anything else anybody else can think off of like? a magical effect type thing like that would be better like a cool idea the concept of other magic weapons that would be you know something that's much cooler obviously not like a dwarven thrower but like i know rian and you so lightning mm-hmm. is definitely what comes to mind i know but that like, but that's i'm trying not to be too much of a basic bitch if it was someone kind else, of pointed out to you guys like, me if i got one for krellick it would probably be like maybe try to get something like force to something to push something back nice that's fun. So perhaps what might help mm-hmm. is if there's any uh, magic weapons or items that have the effect that you have in mind. Yeah. That would be that would be a good example of something mm-hmm. to look at. Okay. Okay. But while we're here, Krillic, you do see them uh, that there are a couple of apprentice smiths. One of them is holding a shield, and the other is holding a crossbow aimed at him. They're about 20 feet apart. And there is a a third dwarf, an apprentice, who isn't really, like, he's not wearing any armor. He's just bare-chested there in the forge. And you watch as the crossbowman, he's currently aiming at at the shield dwarf. And he fires the crossbow, and there's a ting, and it strikes uh, the metal and bounces off. You know, not even leaving a scratch upon this shield. Then you watch as this apprentice dwarf, he kind of struggles a little to reload the crossbow. He's not, he's not like a crossbow man, he's more a craftsman, but he does manage to get it loaded. 
And you watch as he takes aim at the dwarf with the shield, and this is happening, you know, behind the craftsman as you're currently talking about, you know, different weapons that you want to purchase. And you watch as this crossbowman aims to the right of the shield dwarf at the dwarf that isn't wearing any armor. And when he pulls that trigger, you watch as the bolt goes flying at this unarmored individual and actually curves in the air to strike the shield again. Oh, he's got the gun from fucking Fifth Element. You know, they they talk briefly for a moment. You can't really make out what they say because, you know, they're about 30 feet feet back in the crafts hall. But you watch as the unarmored dwarf takes a big step to the left, you know, a couple more steps, getting about 10 feet away from the shield dwarf now. And the crossbowman, he's looking a little nervous, but he's reloading again. And he aims, and for a second time, when he fires at this unarmored dwarf, the bolt curves in the air and strikes the shield. It's drawn in the projectiles. Are you saying that aloud? I think he kind of mumbled it out loud, yes. So one of the the older crafts dwarves that's there talking with you and Rian, he kind of looks over his shoulder at what you've been looking at and goes, quit fecking off, back to work there. And uh, the apprentices kind of scatter and scurry and they leave the shield on a table there. And the craft dwarf turns back to you at projectiles. Hey, what's that shield? Oh, yeah, no, that's a, uh, it's a bit of a cursed item we, we happen to, to purchase off an adventurer there. Talking of removing the curse, but a couple of these lads seem to think it could be useful. They've been making an argument for its uh, staying the way it is. Uh, how cursed? <laughs> That's a great <laughs> answer. <laughs> On a scale of one yeah. to ten. How cursed we talking here? <laughs> he, he raises his eyebrows and begins to explain to you how uh, it seems that even when a arranged attacker is targeting somebody in the proximity of the shield bearer, the shield bearer shield bearer will always be the preferred target of the weapon. Yeah. Uh, and then he continues to explain, you know, it being a curse. You know, it's not so much a problem when the shield's on you; it's more a case of when it's not. He calls over shoulder, and if you were brave enough to test it without, you would understand why we want to fix it. So, there is a, a, a shield of missile attraction available for purchase here. Hells yeah. Uh, to give you a bit of an idea of what it can do. When you attune to it, uh, whether you have the shield on you or not, uh, any projectile fired within 10 feet of you or passing within 10 feet of you is going to curve your direction. Like you, if it passes within 10 feet of you, you become the target instead. It does increase your uh, your AC by two as other shields do. Hells yeah. So it's a case of whether you would find uh, you know that valuable enough to want to live with that curse. Uh, I think Krolik isn't good at prices and haggling so he's gonna kind of look back at Grin and kind of like nudge his head towards it like <laughs> that would that would uh Krellick would handle live with that curse because he thinks it would help the group uh okay what do we I know a lot about shields 
As you know. You of course. Looks at the person behind the counter. They call him Old Shield Guy. It's cursed, <laughs> you say? Yeah, cursed. Well, then why don't you just let us take it off your hands? <laughs> I mean, it solves you know, the curse problem. Be done with it. It's cursed, after all. He chews on his lip for a moment at that. You know, I, uh, your friend's not very good at hiding his interest in it. I can let it go for 6,000 gold. <laughs> You're funny. You would crawl like a laugh at that. Oh, dear. But seriously. Well, being an expert, uh, what would you, what would you pay for 50 it? <laughs> don't insult me. You want to purchase other items here, don't you? Are they all cursed? No. Okay, how about 5,000? Knock 4,900 off of that, and you've got a deal. Roll me a, an insight check, Felgren. God. I'm so not great at these. <laughs> oh. Was this your trick? 16. Uh, not bad. No, I was going to say, oh, I don't nice. think he is actually good at that. Yeah, it's a plus zero. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, because uh, well, he knows when I uh, when we're playing with Danny that I do the same thing. Oh, nice. Where I will state like just how bad I am at something because I'm hoping that fate will contradict me. Oh, gotcha. Fate has contradicted me. Fate has contradicted you. Contradictions. With Felgren... You pick up, he's not irritated by your offer. Uh, there is more of like a playful glint in his eye because he knows that this shield is mostly worthless. Uh, and you could probably hag him, haggle him down a significant amount from 5,000. Look, okay. I will pay the my friend is stupid tax since he played his hand showing interest. Krellick. Uh, okay, I'll give you that one. <laughs> and give you 500 gold for this cursed shield. I'll tell you what. I have another item that might interest you. And if you buy the pair of them, I'll let them go for 2,000. Ooh. I'm listening. It's not something anyone around here wants to be uh, seen using, given its origins. Mm-hmm. Ooh, but, uh, I'm much less picky. Well, and he is going to shuffle off to a back room and comes back with a lacquered case of dark wood. And when I say dark, I mean, it's almost black. And when he cracks it open and places it on the counter in front of you in a bed of soft fabric is a, a long, dark leather rod with three prongs on the end of it. Uh, a very wicked looking object. Because this here is a tentacle rod. We have uh, passages to the Underdark that some of the dwarves patrol and managed to pick one of these up from a couple of drow that got a little too close. As I said, not to anyone's taste here. Is a weapon meant for punishment more than harm? That's fucking interesting. It is. <laughs> I, just, I don't know who's going to use it. Let's say, unless you can't. Uh, well, I guess you could swap them in and out between your 
What rod do you have? You have a, a wand of something, right? I have a wand of the war mage. Plus that's two. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's badass. I mean, for your casting, but like, I guess it's not bad to have for when shit runs out. Yeah. So, as an idea of what this thing can do, uh, it is a magic weapon that ends in rubbery tentacles. It is a plus nine to hit a target within 15 feet of you and does three attacks. Each one of them does a 1d6 bludgeoning damage. If you manage to land all three hits on the same target, they have to make a DC 15 con save. If they fail, then for the next full minute, the creature's speed is halved. It has disadvantage on dexterity saves, and it can't use reactions for a full minute. That is... I mean... It's definitely interesting. Mm-hmm. Dreamer, you're in tentacles, right? <laughs> <laughs> so it is a... It's a 15-foot melee option Yeah. for its wielder. Yeah, I mean, it's for a caster. That's actually really good. Like, hell, you could, you could, you could like outclass Rian hitting with that fucking damage. Two thousand. Two thousand for the pair. Anything else I might be interested in? Hmm. For your less. You don't really look like the armor baron type. No. No. Well, I've got some lovely uh, jewelry. Maybe something would catch your eye. Looking more Ooh. in the realm of magical items. I'm pretty enough on my own. And if it were magic jewelry. Then I would say I'm interested. Now, I'm not going to add them to our 2,000. That, that's not, a separate no. situation there. Okay. Well, Relic, do you you want this shield? Well, I think I'll take the curse to keep your asses out of the fire. Everyone else okay with this? Aye, it means all the, the shooty bits go to him. Yes, my thoughts, exactly. Exactly, yeah, hell yeah. 2,000 yeah. it is. All right. Uh, so Krellick will add a, uh, a shield of missile attraction to your inventory. And the tentacle rod, I guess, go to the group inventory until... Yeah, until we figure out who... Such time as someone laid claim on it. <laughs> yeah. Is it one that... Uh, should I drop it in your inventory or should I drop it in Dreamers or... It requires attunement, unfortunately, and I'm, like, full up, so I gotta figure out... Wow, you're already full on attunements? Yeah, I'm attuned to, like, one thing. I have the crystal ball on me. Oh, yeah. I don't need to be attuned to at all times. Mm -hmm. I also have the charm of plant command, which hasn't gotten any use. So in the meantime, I've dropped the tentacle rod into your inventory. That's that's pretty cool. Like, that that thing, just, just for, like... If we get to the point where anybody is like, we're just running on fumes, like to be able to just no, I think it should go to to Dreamer because uh, Felgren, under no circumstances, is going to want to be within fifteen feet of anyone. So, <laughs> uh, uh, Dreamer is in that position much more than Felgren is. That is, but fair. it's up to you know, it's up to Lando. Yeah, let's move on. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna okay. keep looking at it. Jewelry, you said. I do, yes. And he reaches under the counter and pulls out a smaller lacquered case. Uh, this one with a glass top, and in it you can see a bunch of rings in, uh, vel- in a velvet bed. Mm-hmm. And he cracks it open and he starts listing them off as he as he goes. Uh, this one here is a ring of warmth. 
it'll keep you warm on these cold nights and provide uh, resistance from the cold. This one here will let you walk on water. This one here. And he uh, he holds up a ring that uh, he almost looks sheepish to be holding it. Ah, well, <clears throat> let's just say that uh, if people knew you were wearing this, uh, they'd be looking at you a little funny. Ooh. This is a, a ring of x-ray vision. Ah. His eyebrow immediately quirks. Rian's eyes get a little wider. He kind of like, just kind of goes back and forth like, May I test it? Now you're going to have to take an hour to adjust to it, but we could certainly uh, make that happen if you want. Want me to continue? We'll come back to that. Yeah, yes. Rian's okay. hand slowly goes down over his crotch. <laughs> Just, <laughs> just kind of like looking back and forth. Oh, don't flatter yourself. The the craft dwarf, he sees your hand straying there and he goes, yeah, that's why I was warning people would look at you funny. Be the last place I look. The last place. Like now he's Insight kind of offended. Check. He's like, yeah. <laughs> the last place. Like I'm not saying, you know, you're going to always be looking, but like the last place. I'd look at Krellick's gray bush before that one. <laughs> 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 that is awesome. <laughs> anyway, continue. Oh, gray bush. Admire the view. <laughs> uh, well, uh, this one, uh, it might be a little too expensive for your tastes. Mm-hmm. And he uh, holds aloft a ring that on the band, it has uh, silvery stars embedded in the metal. Now, this one has a variety of spells packed in it. Uh, it's actually a, a rather made a couple of years ago and never bought by anyone. This is a ring of shooting stars. I don't know where this pirate voice came from, but I'm going to continue it. Oh, yeah. Arr, I think it's from the coffin. It's from the coffin. I be a pirate dwarf. I, it's a, I be a pirate dwarf. Yeah, I, 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 this ring was by Captain Blackbeard himself. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and as he goes to explain, it allows you to cast uh, Dancing Light or Light from it as an action. It's just a free action. It, well, it costs an action, but it doesn't cost a, a charge. You can cast Fairy Fire with it for one charge. Uh, or you can cast Ball Lightning from it for two charges. Oh, it has a total ten? of six. So that thing lets you uh, cast more spells. I don't. He kind of like it's turns to grin. He's like, I don't, I don't cast a lot of spells. I don't know many, and you're not teaching me any new ones. Maybe that could be helpful. How much it cost? Fourteen thousand. How, sir? What? Let's uh, rewind that. Uh, I did. I, I heard a teen in there, but I'm not sure if I heard the first part. Yeah, my bra- my brain kind of hissed it out. Uh, Fourteen thousand. Give me twenty five gold. Just then he puts just, it back in the case. That's <laughs> how much did you say? Give me a quarter. I said 14,000. 14. Yeah, I don't need to know spells that bad. I was just throwing that out there just right off the bat. That's like most everything we have. As I said, a little rich for your taste, I think. You wanted to get other enchantments, right? 8,000. 13,500. No. I was kind of like worried. I'm like, this is like when your buddy's like betting at a fucking, like, auction, and you're just well past the, like, comfortable level. You're just like, oh my god, what's happening? Someone outbid him, please. Someone please outbid him now. Uh, it's actually, no. it's, it's a lot. It's, it's, Is it? Yeah. It can oh, go up to 4d12 damage. 
Oh. It also has shooting oh. stars, which is another thing that it does. Yep. Um, oh, I didn't catch that part. Yeah. So it's it's a I good item. I didn't say that part. It's it's a decent item. I suppose it, it depends on how much you value damage over utility. It does have a lot of utility. It's got fairy fire on it. It's always nice. Yep, fairy fire is a good one too. But we can come back to it if we want to press on. Yeah, I guess we can see how we got uh, what we end up with. Yeah, um, I don't think we have the full slate yet. Well, if you're interested in that X-ray ring, uh, and perhaps you'll you'll find this one interesting. And he holds up a ring that uh, instead of a gemstone, there is a, the shape of a brain along the band. Now, this one is again uh, as expensive as the previous, but it prevents your mind being read or influenced. And should you meet your end, the lights don't go out for you. Instead, your consciousness is bound into the ring in the event someone is able to rescue you at a later date. Is that Horcrux? Yes. That part's pretty fucking cool. An immortal stuck in a ring. Yeah. Hey, somebody will find me sooner or later. There until the next person throws you out by dying themselves. Is that how that works? Fuck. So. <laughs> that means there could be someone in there already. Do you want to try it? Well, I mean... He has this evil grin on his face, and then after a moment, ah, oh, we made it. Oh, okay. Never mind. That's good. Yeah. No. No. Clean as a whistle. Empty. Right now. Guaranteed. Hey. Oh, I'm good. Anything in the way of staves? Or... He's, he's given it some thought, and then calls over his shoulder to ask, uh, you know, if anyone else is working on staves, and there's this general, like, universal shrug in the craft shop. <laughs> That's immediately what I saw, too. I was kind of I'm like, huh? What, you mean working with wood? <sighs> yes. I mean, I, I, maybe if you ask at a, you know, we have a temple to Moradin, they might have something, but nothing that we work on here. You know, we're metal craftsmen. Or you know what? I bet some of those uh, people that live under the stars. Mm-hmm. You mean the people that aren't here? Yeah. Those people? Yeah. You see how that isn't helpful? Yeah. Since I'm here and they're not? Well, I took it that you were shopping around after uh, uh, a nice big haul. Yes. So, the ring. Any of the rings catch your eye? Yes. Yes, the one I don't... What didn't catch my eye was the 16,000 gold that you want. I could do half. 1,200. 12,000. I was going to oh, say. He's like, like, oh, I heard 1,200. <laughs> it's like, have we just been off on this? It's all just hundreds? Because if it's like 12, 1,600, that's nothing. I was like, well, we could do that. <laughs> I, I corrected myself. I can come down to 12. <laughs> no, that's a lot. That's too much. Um, okay. We can still come back to it, and maybe if we have money left over, like, like, because uh, Dreamer had said, you know, holding the side about, uh, or whoever wrote that, I just said, you know, random person, but uh, whoever said to hold, like, three grand to the side for Tavini for her stuff, um, but, uh, you know, I will, I'm probably not going to go too crazy beyond what I already have, so it's probably going to be about two grand for me, um, and then mine is essentially free for what everybody else needs for whatever my cut is. 
well, if it's too rich for your blood, even after you've made your purchases, it's sat here for years. It can wait a little longer. We'll come back to it. Let everyone else get taken care of. So, okay. Uh, what? So I think Rian has finally gotten his idea, and he is going to go basic, bitch. I looked through a lot of stuff throughout this whole thing, okay, trying babe. to come up with some really cool shit. And it was like, I had some ideas, but like, there's no way they're going to be not super expensive. Like, for example, doing the like a javelin of thunderbolts, but with a lance, that's going to be expensive. Uh, if I can, you know, anything I can like return it to my hand or anything like that, or uh, so probably it he uh, his idea is is, is lightning. Just like a basic, you know, like 1d6 added to it, like, lightning attack. But depending on what it is, he may just say screw it and just go with a just a regular enchantment and make it a plus one. But, like, uh, you guys know how to, uh, like, I know you can do the magic things, but, like, I, I kind of got the, I have to say, it's like my motif, essentially. It's like what I do. And it's like, it's, uh, it's, it's electricity, like lightning. It's like, I was wondering if you could, like, when I stab something and does like a zzz. I want like a, a lance, like a long thing that I can when I ride my daughter into battle. <laughs> I didn't I didn't want to say it, but what was I gonna say? My mighty steed? That seems seems very dismissive of my daughter. It sounds less weird. It does sound way less weird. It's it's not weird, but it feels more like disrespectful. It's you know? weird to someone who doesn't know you. I I true. But I'm not doing it for him. I'm doing it for everybody else. I'm doing it for my daughter. It's embarrassing for us. (laughs) (laughs) He just kind of like puts his head down. He's like, anyways, Lance, possibly cool dragon motif. What I'm saying, I have an idea. He like he like pulls out. He's like, you got a piece of paper and some charcoal. I got an idea here. And he's like, yeah. he draws out the shittiest fucking like picture. It's just like one big line, and then like what looks like a little dragon head kind of on the end. But it like it's like the shittiest like cartoon dragon little dragon. Like, yeah, and he's like, know? he is as he's drawn. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> like, and then just kind of draws a triangle out the end of and that. Then and he's spits like, lightning out like, aye, and that's the spirit. And then he he does like little like forked lines coming out the end of it and then like flips it up and like puts it in his face. He's <laughs> like, oh. like that. <laughs> he takes the paper and he looks at it for a moment and he looks up at you big, and then big smile, sets it nodding. down <laughs> over, over the next couple of minutes going back and forth with you. He takes all the ideas that you very hastily scribbled down and actually draws what, what looks to be a, uh, a serviceable lance. Mm-hmm. Uh, themed off of a, a dragon. And uh, after he's done, he, he swivels the paper around to you. And the structure of it would be basically the hilt. The the cross guard would be the, the head of a dragon. Uh, mouth partially open. And the length of the lance would be decorated in such a way that it looked like lightning. Ooh. I like that. I think he looks at it and he's like, oh, oh, that's good. That's good. You're asking, uh, it, it would take us about two weeks, but, you know, if, we're, if we do a rush job for you, perhaps a week. Okay. What are we looking at for a price, though? Now, depending on how enchanted you wanted it, your basic plus one enchantment's going to be, you know, I'll run you about 1100 
including the cost of the lands. Scale that up to 1500 for the detail work. Uh, as far as damage is concerned, give us some time to, to play around with what we can do with it, and we can get back to you on it. Okay. Uh, so you're saying it'd be like 1500 To start. To st- before we even start getting into other other things here. <laughs> He's like, okay, let me get this straight. You're just gonna, you're gonna start working on it and figure out what it's gonna cost me after you already start building it and I've already put a down payment on what it's supposed to look I like. I imagine you would have an enchanted lance that looks all fancy and be functional for 1500 I I think that's kind of yes. where I'm at. So, okay. Let's, uh... I say I don't think we got a couple of weeks anyways, even if you could rush it for the week for me. So let's just go with uh, the base. That's fine. It look just make it look pretty. Just a, a basic enchantment, just to make it. I, I just want to make sure that anything that's got the hide thick enough that regular blades, regular points don't go through it. That this will help no, uh, cut right through. No, in that case, a matter of days. Excellent. And, uh, and then he kind of knocks on his armor. And he's like, and something like this, too. I just need uh, a little more protection. I have a feeling that uh, out there it's going to get a little weird. If that's comfortable, we could just enchant it. Aye, that's what I was looking for. I like this armor. Okay. It's another thousand gold. Anyone else? I, I wouldn't mind getting my armor enchanted either. All right, another thousand. This, he's going to set his hammer down. It's definitely seen its use. I need that. Okay, so so it's all dinged and banged yeah, up, it's but like, it's serviceable still. It's more of a like a family hammer. Uh, and as he's lifting it and looking it over, uh, we could run the same. Good. Next time I hit Arl, oh, I heard it no more than was there. Nice. All right. That's a good line. I like that. And uh, <laughs> as you're having this conversation, uh, again over his shoulder, behind him, the same apprentices as before. Uh, one of them is carrying a couple of different uh, cases in his arms towards the back room. And as he's going, he trips and scatters a couple of these boxes along the floor. One of them pops open and from within levitates a very like thin rapier that immediately starts brandishing itself at him giving off a little bit of a sense as if it's offended that it has been dropped. Nice. And he holds up his hands and calls over to the, the craft dwarfs at the counter. Could you call this thing off? Yeah, the old master sort of turns over his his shoulder there. And how many of you speak Elvin? Right here. Nice. Surprisingly, uh, Rian so does, does not. Streamer. Say, Excellent. Rian's the half-elf and does not speak Elvin. Never knew a fucking, never hung out with him. <laughs> Didn't know his daddy. Uh, he gives a sharp whistle, and essentially an elven says, Down, boy. And the sword quivers for a moment in fury pointed at this apprentice, and then goes back to its boss. The sword? Oh, well, that's, uh, that's a dancing sword. You don't want to be playing music around it. It's a little uh, antsy. It's a, it has a personality. Well, are you interested in that? Possibly. How much? Frankly, it's a bit of a pain in the ass. I would get rid of it for 2,000 gold. 
<laughs> now we're talking. You can see he's looking at you very keenly and picking up on your your internal debate. 2000 and I throw in the case. <laughs> well, I'll be wearing it, so. All right, sheath then. So that's a uh, That's pretty handy for you. Uh, yeah, but he's it's Felgren. He can't agree on his price. Oh no, I understand. Don't get me wrong. Go ahead and do a, you know, negotiate as much as you need to. But that now, fucking I, sword's badass. I will warn that while it can fight on its own, you know, if you take some time practicing how to wield a rapier yourself and actually gain some proficiency in it, it'll work better for you. I can teach you how to use a sword. He doesn't have proficiency, so I'm just not sure what the point would be. It would still be able to attack, it just wouldn't have the the uh, proficiency bonus until you had uh, gained proficiency yourself. So at the very least, it is a uh, a distraction. Yeah, I'll pass. Yeah, All it's right. cool. Well, like, yeah, I can understand that. If it's not going to really... Yeah, no, $2,000 for a distraction is a lot. <laughs> there's just not a lot of stuff here for Felgren that... Yeah, your stuff is the big stuff. We could circle back to that uh, ring that lets you see through things. It's a fun novelty, but not useful in the time to come. Well, we'll be passing back through Bryn Chander. Maybe you can find something there. Perhaps. We'll just go with what they've ordered. And y'all have been keeping track of how much you're spending? Yep. All right. Say it's in the... Bless you because I was It's in the chat. We, we've been keeping up with it. So, <laughs> good. yeah, good, every good, time good. somebody buys something. Right now, we're, we're at uh, we're still at eight grand, And that's after already taking the 3000 out for Tavini. Yeah. Excellent. So, yeah. So we have... Uh, so, yeah. That's actually... That's still doing pretty good. And so we hit Bryn Shander, and we finish up the rest of the, the, the purchasing and stuff, then we can... Uh, we can get an idea of like what we can get for potions and stuff like that. With that, I mean, which is plenty, I would imagine. We could probably each get at least a few. Alrighty. Uh, so it'd take about three days to finish your lance. Is were you interested in uh, playing strong as an ox in the meantime? Yeah, hell's yeah. I mean, if it comes down to it, at some point, Rian's down in that bar drinking, and I would imagine at some point he's sitting there drinking, getting more and more sloshed. And he just keeps seeing that fucking cow out of the corner of his <laughs> eye, or the the deep broth, and just keeps like looking at it, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. and finally, just one day, he just fucking slams his hands on the table. He's like, "Fuck it, I'm going after it again." <laughs> Maybe more than once, okay. but we'll see. <laughs> uh, so to to reiterate the rules here for strong as an ox, the contestant in the deep rothy make opposed athletics checks. The first to beat their opponent five times wins. Critical successes count as two successes. If you fail, that counts as two successes for your opponent. Oh yeah, didn't I crit fail twice last time? I know I did. Ugh. So it can actually be over fairly quickly. But hell yeah. Okay. I don't know what I'm gonna uh, do with the cow. Maybe I can sell it and we can buy some more magic shit. <laughs> <laughs> So Old Bess is, as you are all in the, the tavern here, the battle hammer hold, is chewing her cud and enjoying the admiration and the occasional pats that come with being retired at a prize at the local bar. It seems that, you know, she is currently a feature here, and maybe you'll be able to rectify that and take her along with you. In the meantime, 
when you announce that you are going to attempt to play strong as an ox and to get into involved in this game of tug of war, immediately dwarves start pushing back to make space for you versus old Bess. Mm. Uh, you know, somebody whips out a bit of chalk and you could see all the lines across the, the ground that have faded over time from how many people have attempted this. And again, here's a fresh chalk line. Old Bess is yoked and a thick rope is placed into your hands. And in the meantime, you hear people placing bets and a couple of them are looking at you and, you know, maybe putting more money on Old Bess, maybe not, who's to say? But for everyone else, if you want to get involved in the betting, you can roll me a charisma uh, deception or persuasion check to persuade a rival bidder to match you at 50 gold or to create a higher bet. So if anyone's interested in betting at this time. Green's going to throw uh, how much can I bet on myself? So people will accept your bet mm-hmm. up to 50 gold. Done. And then past that, you need to make a deception or persuasion check uh, with a DC of 15. Okay. Nope, I'll do 50. It's perfectly fine. We're going to throw okay. 50 bucks down on himself. He'd be like, who so takes 50 gold it? on yourself. 50 on me. I say I do this. Who wants this? <laughs> 200 on the Rofi. Alright, roll me roll me either deception or persuasion. <laughs> flips Felgren off. <laughs> He's like, boo this man! <laughs> you, what, what did you want me to roll? Persuasion? Yep, persuasion or deception, I'll allow you to choose. That's the same either way. Go for it, buddy. 24. That's pretty good. 24, yep. Uh, as you call your bet of 200 gold, you know, there's a couple of guffaws, like people waving their hands. They're not interested in that. You see across the bar, a dwarven woman throws up her hand and is like, I'll take that bet. It's an old crone with wrinkles so deep you could hardly see her eyes under thick gray eyebrows and braids that hang down almost to the floor on either side. She is dressed much nicer than some of the other dwarves around her and seems to have a bit of an entourage flanking either side. <laughs> Take that young man's bet! 200 gold! You're on! Yeah! I love this lady! But you're gonna lose! <laughs> no! Wait, you're gonna win! Yeah, I, I need you're you to win! Are betting for me? Are you not paying attention? Shit, is no one betting for me? <laughs> <laughs> no! Shut up, Grin! I got this! And he's like, got his shirt off at this point, and he's fucking just rubbing his hands together. Like, <laughs> he's like grabbing dirt off the ground and like rubbing up to like fucking like uh like gymnastics powder. He's like, <laughs> look at those pathetic pets. Yeah, he's not the... going to win. Come on. So unfortunately, because it's a it's a tavern, you get more than dirt on your hands there when you're reaching down to rub. That's fine. Yeah, it's uh, like tobacco. Don't spit. think too much about it. He's drunk. Okay, now. Are you drunk? I will allow you to dictate. Are you drunk enough <laughs> that you would have disadvantage on your rolls? Um. Okay. So I'm gonna say. Oh damn it! If you want to roll for it, it's a DC 10 concept. Okay, let's do a DC 10 concept because I'm gonna say like I think he's just at that sweet spot where he's really drunk, but he's past the really drunk page, sage into the ridiculous 
like uh, cockiness stage where like you do kind of like get a little smooth like it's not it's very unor like unorganized but you just you, you know you just kind of dance around a little bit at least I do that I don't know if anybody else does okay shirtless saving throw yeah blap blap 16 <laughs> 16 yeah okay hey. so you're you're there but you're holding your liquor I love it okay holding my liquor yeah he's but he's drunk so he is ready he's like best you're coming home with me tonight. Whoa, another what? God. Then he kind of like realizes he's like, I, <laughs> no, not like, like, because you, you, you win. You win her. No, not like, not like that, guys. No, not like don't that. Don't be I, weird, guy. I don't know. You sure you want to bet on the cow fucker? <laughs> <laughs> She's just, the, the woman that has agreed to bet on you yeah. is just looking disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking just like old lady disapproval. Brian cracks his knuckles and he, to himself he goes, "Let's fuck this cow." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, in that event, we pull up a deep rothy here. I got this shit. I'm gonna fucking rock this. Yep. Oh, I'm gotta. I got this. I absolutely got this. The dice have shown in the past. I am literally a whole plus one higher than I was last time I did this. <laughs> oh, plus one. Wow. Ooh. Oh, boy. Yep. Yeah, so impressive. As a heads up, she has a plus four to her strength. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Yep, all right. Okay, let's go. So go ahead and roll me your first athletics check. Let's fucking do this. Blap. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it begins. I still have, I have a plus seven still. It's okay. Fuck. Okay, hey. I should kick my ass on that one. <laughs> yep. So Shit. first point, first point goes to old Bess. Uh, as you start to pull, your feet sort of skid a little on the stuff that you just rubbed on your hands. Fucking Addy too. And oh. she doesn't even pull. She just like plants herself like knees locked and is currently like uh, butting her nose up under the hand of one of the spectators for a rub. Like she doesn't even notice you back there. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> no, it's Rothy shit. Ah, uh, oh, is that what right, I fucking rubbed on my roll. hands? Oh, that's gross. Oh, oh, that one's not great. Oh, she rolls an eight. That one. <laughs> Nat three would still beat him. <laughs> All right. Bullshit. Best doesn't get a fucking proficiency bonus. No, absolutely doesn't. She's not athletic. She's just fucking honky. Chonky? Yep. And she, uh, Chonky is the word I was looking for. Yeah, probably like, honky. She starts pulling. <laughs> so as she is, like, pulling against you to reach this person's hand for a nuzzle, mm -hmm. you finally find your footing and are able to pull her back. And she kind of turns her head a little as if irritated and trying to see, like, what's going on back there? <laughs> Uh, so that is one Rian, yep. one old bass. One v one. Here we go. Keep going. Here we go. Yep. Go ahead. Go ahead. And roll it for me. Go. Ability check. Normal. Natty. Well, I did a strength check. My bad. Uh, add what? Four onto that. So fourteen. Add four onto that. Yep. So you succeed again. Woo! He's like, yeah! She rolls a five. <laughs> and yeah. So as she is turning her head to look at you and just kind of wondering what the hell's going on. You know, instinct kicks in. You know, she was a, a farm animal for a long time, and she's on a lead. So she starts to turn, 
almost as if to trot after you, <laughs> but is very, very slow in turning because, you know, she's an old girl. Nice. She is old Bess. Old Bess. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people are like, no, Bess, no. <laughs> you know, people start like trying to coax her the other direction. Pulling out carrots and uh, shit. Go ahead. Give me another roll. There we go. Athletics. Well, Jesus Christ, could I roll over like a fucking Let's anything? Go! <laughs> this is bullshit. A fucking natty four? What did I do? Natty two, three, and four? Is that what I did? Move it on up. So, <laughs> so as old Ridiculous. Bess is starting to turn towards you and start to get pulled along, somebody gets the bright idea and they reach over to like the... Uh, you know how every bar has that bowl of peanuts there? Yeah. So these aren't peanuts. They're instead uh, small dried mushrooms. And somebody grabs a fistful and holds it up under her nose. And she starts lipping at it. And they start, like, leading her the opposite direction. <laughs> no cheating, you sons of bitches! All right, give me another roll. It's 2-2. Two, 2-2, two. Two, two, here we go. Hey, this is a lot five closer. On the die. 16. Oh, you can't beat this, He rolls best. a 16, oh, and she rolls a 1. Okay, so as you are currently 2-2, two, two, <laughs> you see her and you're shouting at people, hey, stop, stop cheating, stop distracting her. <laughs> and that, that that little bit of fury that's in you, yeah. you know, you start pulling because it's not fair. It's not fair what they're doing. <laughs> and sure enough, she, she starts to turn again and to follow you again, that instinct kicking in of like, oh, no, I should be following the person on my lead. <laughs> Like how I, me winning is not winning. It's her just being like, I have to go up this guy. For me, the old woman is fucking cackling, and you're now up four to two on Bess. <laughs> Hells yeah, because she got a negative net one, right? What? No, yep. no, 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 yeah. no, no. No, I didn't know that was how uh -huh. it worked, okay? What are you talking yeah. about? It's, yeah, that's how we did the last time. That's well, how then I would have done lost. something if I knew that. Oh, you were going to cheat? <laughs> yes. I'm fucking Felgren, dude. Yes. <laughs> oh. Yeah, silvery barbs. Can... Oh, fuck you. <laughs> You're seriously going to silvery barbs me? What type of fucking shit is that? It's verbal, so, so I can disguise on. it with a sneeze. <laughs> I will allow. We, we've already uh, situated that, that action, but you can use it for the next one if you want. No, that's okay. He can do it. What do I get to do? Oh, I can do it in the next one. I don't uh, care. I don't mind it. I would say if he was going to do it, it's fine by me. What? What? I should re-roll it. Uh, yeah. Then you would have you would have disadvantage. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. I can re-roll it. I got this. I know. I'm still going to win it. Fuck it. And I give best advantage. <laughs> oh yeah. So now she she only just has to not roll a one again. Okay. Eighteen. That's a good roll. Okay. Fuck. Okay. Here we go. Natty twenty. Oh. Woo! Yeah! So you're still up four still two on her. Got Adam. I got myself. Oh shit, I got too excited. I fucking punched my fucking hand so hard. It's like numb. Okay. Oh shit. So go ahead uh, as we as we get closer to somebody oh, winning this with five. Oh. Go ahead and give me another athletics check. Here it is. Here it is. The moment of glory. Ah, fucking. Guy, uh, he rolls a thirteen. No, what great. is old best roll? Oh. Uh, don't do this to me. <laughs> fucking nineteen, of course. Yeah. This is the fucking comeback story. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> Old Bess now kind of like realizing what's going on because she's done this enough times. <laughs> is now planting herself and isn't going anywhere and starts to step slowly backwards, pulling you closer to the line. Nice. It's now 4-3. Yeah, buddy. 4-3. Okay, go, this is the one. Go ahead I and roll again. that one. Oh, nat five. five. Another nat nineteen. <laughs> son of a bitch. Fucking four four. This is some bullshit. Oh, <laughs> uh, 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 she is continuing uh, to pace, uh, pace backwards. Fucking beat those silvery barb charges, only to get taken out by fucking nickel and diving me to death, only because I'm a terrible give me, roller. Give me, give me that money, money, <laughs> money. Last one. His best. As Bess is slowly pulling you closer and closer to that line. Yeah. Go ahead, give me your final roll. There it is. There it is. Come on, don't fuck me. <laughs> don't fuck me. Please don't fuck me. Oh, it's a natty 15 she for them. A 15. Come on! Natty one! Oh. <laughs> yeah. I called it. <laughs> I've never been more fucking sad in my life. <laughs> Alright, man. tragedy in my life has prepared me for this- has not prepared me for this moment. <laughs> and the sorrow that fills my fucking heart. <laughs> this is the start of Rian's villain arc. Honestly, dude, this is some fucking- <laughs> If you can see me, I am just like limply head back, staring into fucking the sky. Just, just, just so goddamn disappointed in my fucking rolling all the time. My cheating didn't time. even matter. It didn't. It meant nothing. It fucking evened out, and then just my ineptitude is what fucking set the pace every time. Every oh, time. And I told I myself at the it. beginning of this I would only sell rebarbs you once. I appreciate that. I wasn't gonna spam it, even though I could. I was like, no, I'm not gonna be that big of a dick. I'll be a little bit of a dick. Oh, fuck. Ah, uh, god damn it. I want that cow so fucking bad. <laughs> Not because I want it or anything, just because it, it it's outside my grasp every time. Just gonna add two hundred gold to my sheet. Well, it's a Korean white whale. It is yeah. fucking. <laughs> so Rian, yeah. you had you had pulled ahead, yeah. and in your confidence, <laughs> error, your hubris, yeah, under underfoot. Underfoot, someone had accidentally spilled a bit of ale, leaving the floor slippery as people tracked mud over that spot. What? And your foot hits that patch at the same time as Bess is pulling back. And you are whipped onto your stomach, and your hand is over the line, uh. and your face is in the stone floor. Uh. The wind is knocked out of you as you just face plant. Yeah. I think he just passes out right there. <laughs> he just fucking disappointment and alcohol fucking gets the better of him, and he just passes out on the floor. Whoever can come take the money out of my pockets. I'm gonna go to the dwarf. Money, please. Money, please. <laughs> I knew I should have bet on the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. You should have. And she, uh, she hands you 
uh, a very very nice uh, pouch of gold, like a like a purse, and plops it into your hand and is looking at you very keenly. Or you think she is, because her eyebrows are so bushy, it's a little hard to tell what direction she's looking. You're, uh, you're not from around here. What gave it away? <laughs> Why don't you and your friends come to dinner tonight if you're still in town? Ooh. <laughs> nice. Good roll. Insight check? Yep. You know, she, she is, you know, very interested in you hard to pick up on like why she would be aside from being a couple of strangers if she has a ulterior, uh, ulterior motive it's hard to pick up on even with a roll of 17 we'll see where we are at the end of the night yeah of course uh, it's Maeve Battlehammer keep blinks as in as in the name of the he just kind of gestures around Rockland Battlehammer but I'm uh I, I suppose you would say one of the original line. I'm the Maeve. Oh. Don't overthink it. Of course not. Nice doing business with you. No, of course. I'm going to pick my friend up off of the uh, disgusting floor. He's going <laughs> to walk away towards Rian. He just kind of... <laughs> he like bends over and looks, you know, down at him. You don't like learning lessons, do you? I am starting to learn that... Apparently, I don't. He'll offer a hand. Oh, thank you. And he gives a hand and gets pulled back up. At this point, he's kind of got a smile on his face. He's like, I... He's like, and thank you, and then he tosses the gold pouch in the air and catches it. Nice. It's <laughs> like, you ever had something that, like, you just wanted so bad, and you didn't know why you needed it so fucking much, and it just eludes you every goddamn time? You just weren't ready. Is that what it is? Is this one of those things where, like... If you let something go, uh, if you love something, you let it go, and it'll come back. If you're meant no, to have no, it, no, you just you'll have your moment. I just not that. This is just just too strong for you right now. He, he just fucking sighs. One day, I'm gonna fuck that cow. Oh, all right. I can't. I would work I, on your wording. I, <laughs> he just kind of puts his arm around me and leads him to the bar. <laughs>